Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, September the 13th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, verbiage, which means a profusion of words, usually of little or of obscure content. Verbiage. I hope everyone is enjoying their Tuesday. Uh, hope we all got past Monday, the Monday morning blues of going back to work. And we're at Tuesday. So, hey, if you're still here, you're still breathing, you are indeed blessed. Keep moving. Keep moving. Uh, weather here in North Carolina, cooler temps, no rain, as was predicted earlier. Cooler temps, temperatures are in the 80s during the day and at night. In some places, it's going to get down into the 50s and maybe the 60s. Wee! But <laughs> the heat will return next week. As always, this is the South. This is the South. Uh, the wildfires out west still continue. And the cleanup after Hurricane K, uh, you know, just outside of L.A., it brushed that shoreline. And it uh, continuation of those wildfires. And now not just the wildfires, but the flash flooding and mudslides. Bought some rain and heavy winds with it also. Uh, they're, they're going through it in California, man. They just are. They just are. Man. Uh, like I said, cool attempts here. It is most indeed welcomed. Um, like I said, they're saying that the high temps are going to, and humidity are going to return next week. Uh, maybe not that high, but you know, hey, it, it usually uh, cools off around here, maybe at the end of September or October. October for sure, it usually cools off. So we're just hanging on, waiting around for October. <laughs> Get some cool attempts in here. Man, look, hey, in my excitement at uh, yesterday's podcast, I talked about the start of the NFL season, Sunday football. I left one game out, um, well, I left several games out, but I left one game out that uh, last Thursday, you know, I, I, I talked to you guys last week about the uh, Los Angeles Rams versus the Buffalo Bills. That was the Super Bowl that everyone wanted to see. But man, man, oh man, oh man, uh, the Los Angeles Rams were defeated by the Buffalo Bills, 31 to 10. I hate to say it, Josh Allen and the Bills, they put on a little clinic for those defending Super Bowl champions. And many people are starting to write them off. I wouldn't write them off just yet. Uh, many of teams have done this. Uh, you know, they win the Super Bowl and they lose their first game or first few games or whatever, and they bounce back. Uh, not too sure how many teams have actually lost or started off losing after winning the Super Bowl and uh, made it to the Super Bowl, once again, uh, they usually make it to the playoffs, I believe. Not too sure about how many of them actually make it back to the Super Bowl after coming back and losing. But, man, that was uh, it was most definitely surprising. Uh, like I said, Josh Allen and Buffalo, they put on a clinic. So much so, one particular play, Josh Allen is scrambling, and he gave um, a stiff arm. Put that arm up and, and pushed that guy off. I believe it was Ramsey, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But, man. Certainly was surprising. Certainly was surprising. And last night and Monday night football, 
Uh, the Seattle Seahawks defeated the Denver Broncos 17-16. to And it was a return for former Seahawk great Russell Wilson, who is now the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. He returned and was booed. <laughs> and he lost the game. Wow. Uh, I guess those Seahawks fans haven't forgiven him for leaving, but I, I would think there would be a little bit more respectful as as to the fact that uh, he did return uh, Seattle to prominence because one point in time, Seattle won't hit and on squat. And he came along uh, and, and he turned that whole program around. But nonetheless, he was booed last night. <laughs> they booed him out the stands when he ran out onto the field. Man. Uh, wow. I, I don't know. Um, Denver didn't look so good. Uh, they were in the red zone a number of times, couldn't convert. Uh, Russell Wilson was off his game with his throwing and quarterbacking. It was, uh, quite a sight to see, quite a spectacle even. Uh, many were surprised. I know I was. I was waiting and anticipating and, and trying to see what uh, he was going to do now that he was with the Broncos. And, you know, Seattle has, uh, I believe, that, that guy, Geno Smith. Geno Smith, uh, he looked pretty pretty good. I know he's been around the NFL a while, so hey, maybe he's learned how to play the game and win some games because he looked pretty good last night. Yeah, it looked like they flip-flopped, actually. I was thinking it would be Russell Wilson, but it turned out it was him. Man. Uh, a fairly decent game, if you, if you could call it that. It was a bit shocking. It was a bit shocking. Hey, uh, I, uh, before I go on, um, I usually don't talk about these things. I usually don't talk about uh, entertainment, period. I, I just don't. Uh, that's just me. That's just something I, I have. Uh, I don't do entertainment. I don't do relationship advice. You know, hey, I, I just don't. But man, uh, yesterday afternoon while I was at work, I, of course, like many of us, we got those, we were getting those, uh, these notifications from our social media feed. And uh, one of them popped up and it said uh, a young rapper, young up and coming rapper by the name of PNB Rock uh, was shot and killed yesterday while eating at a Roscoe's chicken and waffle with his girlfriend in L.A. Uh, not too, sh I gotta be honest with you, uh, PNB rock. Uh, I really don't know his music too well. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I, it's not that, well, it is that I can't relate to the, you know, these young rappers. Uh, I'll be 49 in a few days and I'm not supposed to relate to these young rappers. I'm not out there in the streets like I used to be when, when, when rap was it for me. <laughs> I'm just not. So, uh, of course, rightfully so. Hey, I can't relate to a lot of these uh, young and up and coming rappers. But the, the thing for me, the catalyst for me, because the thing that came out of it, um, one of the, the things that was mentioned that was strongly emphasized was uh, surprisingly enough, social media may have played a contributing factor in this murder. Let's call it what it is. Murder. Apparently, uh, and I... Uh, once again, I don't understand this social media buzz and frenzy where everybody wants to put their business out there. And, and that's just not for those that are famous, but that's any and everybody in day-to-day -day life. Everyone doesn't need to know what you're doing, where you're at, and what you're eating. 
Apparently his girlfriend posted a picture on social media um, announcing that they were out eating, gave the location, took a picture of the the, uh, meal they were eating. And sometime thereafter, a gentleman walked in, according to news reports, exchanged some words with him, asking him for uh, his belongings, trying to rob him. And they got into a verbal exchange and the guy just shot him. Shot him three times, they are they are saying, in the chest. Mm, 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 mm. Once again, I got to ask, what is this thing with social media where we want to post any and everything that we are doing or planning? Stop telling folks your business. Stop telling folks where you are. Stop telling people what you what you're doing. You don't know who is watching because uh, a month or so back, there was a famous entertainer. I can't rightfully remember uh, down in Atlanta. Her house was broken into his or her house was broken into and and, and they traced it back and they were able to, to figure out that it came from a social media post. Just did. And a year or two ago, there was another young rapper by the name of Pop Smoke that was killed because he had made a post on social media telling where he was at, where he was uh, staying in his house up in the Hollywood Hills or whatever, what have you. And some people rolled up, did a home invasion, and then ended up shooting and killing him. Stop telling people what you're doing on social media. Uh, Everyone does it take delight and pleasure in your successes and blessings? Uh, it's, it's sad to say, but that's just, there are some folks out there that, that are opportunist and they're opportunist to opportunities as they see it to get ahead, get some loot, get some good, uh, some goods. And so they show up. Stop posting all your stuff online, man. Come on. We, 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 you you got to be better than that. You, you just do. Stop telling people what you're doing through this social media nonsense. Uh, Those people you have as followers, I guarantee you, and I'll put money on this because I'll put money on it for myself and and I would lose money. All of those followers or friends, they aren't your friends. It's probably less than a handful of them that really have really and truly have your best interests at heart and in mind. That's just the sad reality of it all. Probably less than a handful. So why are you? Who are you trying to impress when you put this nonsense, this everyday nonsense up there? Who are you trying to impress? To more broke people like you? <laughs> because I got to be honest with you. Uh, unless social media is your occupation, uh, if you got money like that, you ain't posting squat. It's just like the old saying goes, you'll never be able to tell a millionaire by his appearance because chances are he's not adorned with the finest apparel. He's just dressed, he or she is dressed like a regular old person with jeans and tennis shoes and a t-shirt on. No one needs to know what you have. No one needs to know where you're at. No one needs to know what you are doing. Because once again, not everyone on that social media has your best interest in mind. Um, you can just you can do just about anything. Um, to be honest with you, 
uh, she did post the location of where they were at and, and whoever or whatever, they probably, if they didn't know, uh, with the internet now, with these Google searches and Google Maps and Google Lens, you can pretty much horn in on where someone is at. Because I've done it, I've done it to myself. I said, man, you know, uh, let me just see what this, the, all the, the hype is about Google. Um, and this, this was years ago when it first came out. And when I typed in my home address, it gave me a street view right in front of my house, right at the house with my truck sitting in the driveway. It wasn't live. It wasn't real time. But yet and still, it gave a location. And I've done it with pictures also with that Google lens with something I didn't know what it was or where quite possibly it was at. And when I took the picture with that Google lens and it gave me a feedback, uh, just not of that location or item I was looking for, but multiple locations and items I was looking for. So uh, these thieves, murderers, robbers, stick up kids, if my old simple mind can put it together, what makes you think they can't do it also to do ill will towards you? This is, it, I can't emphasize this enough. This is really serious to think that you could be out enjoying yourself and, and, and you're out trying to enjoy yourself after you've worked or whatever, whatever, what have you, and you're trying to enjoy the, the fruits of your labor and then foods are lurking or coming around. Uh, of course, online, they're, they're oh man, they're bashing his girlfriend. And some have came out and said, well, it quite possibly could have been that these fools were just outside hanging around and realized who he was and came in. Well, they could have quite possibly. But with this, this thing uh, on social media where you post these pictures and locations, it, it is a contributing factor or I think it's, it's a contributing factor. I think that, hey, quite possibly these fools or some fool could have got a bright idea and saw that post. Because why I say that is because when the news outlet was interviewing, because some fans started showing up, making a makeshift memorial, and they asked them how they knew or how they found out so quick. Oh, I was following her on social media, him and her, and she gave the location of where they were at. So I came to pay my respects. Think about it, folks. Stop posting all your damn business online. Bottom line, you're grown. Act like it. Think. Just think. Just think. All right. Let's go get it. Man, uh, there's a little problem brewing. Brewing. Uh, it could be a big problem, quite possibly. Or it could be squashed before it gets started. But if it, it turns into, uh, if it doesn't get squashed, I think we're going to have a huge problems, problem and problems on our hands here in the United States once again. Uh, quite possibly, it looks like there's going to, there could be a national railway, railway strike. And has it been a strike of the rail system in this country in, in 30 years or just about 30 years? Uh, the reason looks like there's a labor dispute or disagreement that could quite possibly disrupt or halt Amtrak commuter commuter and freight movement in this country. Here goes that supply chain again. And that's why I say this could be a problem. Uh, we all remember the supply chain havoc 
uh, with with uh, the ships coming in from overseas, how they had to sit in the port because they didn't have enough people to unload. It looks like we, we quite possibly could be going down the same way, road again. Now, Amtrak has already started canceling services because of this disagreement. And they're saying if it isn't resolved, uh, resolved by Friday to be specific, uh, that it, it could cost uh, the U.S. about $2 billion a day. And that's billions with a B. And if you're thinking, well, that's not that much. Nobody uses the train. A lot of our freight, a lot of, once they're unloaded off of those ships, and, and you remember that part of that supply chain uh, debacle also, they were saying, hey, that it, a lot of the goods we, we were able to move are just sitting in freight cars waiting to be picked up. A lot of the goods, once they come off of the, those uh, those ships, they're put in the freight cars and they move to a, a integral lo location, or there might be a railway system right there where the trains come and pick them up. And, and that's 30% of the country's freight that comes through these railways. So if you're saying to yourself, that's not too big. Yeah, it is. That's a lot of goods that are moved still by train. Now the dispute isn't actually with Amtrak. But Amtrak is taking preemptive measures because, as they say and as they believe, if they don't get this uh, negotiations worked out with these freight train conductors and engineers, because they're uh, threatening to walk off the job too. If you know anything about trains, the uh, the conductors and engineers they're the ones that move the train. It's a, it's a mostly a two man crew of engineer of an engineer and a conductor. So they move the train, and, and if they don't get this dispute settled quickly before Friday, Amtrak says it sees a problem with the commuter system also because not only does Amtrak does deliver, a, uh, uh, they do carry a little bit of freight. It's usually some medical stuff. I've, I've heard of that being used, uh, Amtrak being used for that. But I guess what they're saying is, hey, um, with these or this quite possibly being a huge problem where they're going to shut down the freight movement, that means those trains are going to be stuck on these tracks. Because I dare I say, and I feel safe in saying this, when, <laughs> when these conductors and engineers or these people that load and unload these trains, when the word is given, like when most or when you strike with these labor strikes, when the word is given, you stop everything right then and there and you just walk off the job. So can you imagine that? And the and Amtrak is is like I said is mostly a commuter uh, railway system, but it does carry some freight. Uh, can you imagine if you're trying to get somewhere and you're stuck on a train because of a labor dispute with the engineers and conductors and those laborers that unload and load stuff onto the train? This is a problem. This is a problem that needs to be addressed and be addressed quickly. Uh, I, I dare I say. Um, these talks have been going on for a few months and it's finally reached a fever pitch. Didn't really say as to what uh, those those conductors and, and engineers and the laborers were looking for, probably better pay, uh, more benefits, because let's not forget the railway system also took a hit during COVID. And let's also not forget, uh, as it relates to Amtrak, uh, they've been having a lot of problems or they've been having well-known problems for years with these train stations. That's another infrastructure problem that is going on in this country. Yeah, a lot of the train stations are 
are unsafe. And that's unsafe for commuters that are just standing there waiting to get on the train. A lot of these train stations are, they're saying, are falling apart. So that's probably something in the work that they're talking about also. Health, safety, makes perfect sense. All of this is, is, is exposing our infrastructure. COVID may have started it. Hate to keep bringing COVID up, but like I always say, COVID exposed a lot. It shook a lot of things up, turned it upside down, smacked it, flipped it, did whatever it wanted to do. It just did. And it exposed this. So if I'm a gambling man or a thinking man or a betting man, I'm saying those, those laborers, conductors, and engineers, that's what they're in there talking about and haggling about in these negotiations. Better pay, better benefits, more safety, et cetera, et cetera, in a cashmere sweater. It, it just is. It is what it is. And this could be a huge problem. If these things aren't settled by Friday or these they don't come to some sort of an agreement by Friday, stand by to stand by, who knows what's going to happen? Right back down that rabbit hole again with the supply chain. Great. That means people are going to start hoarding uh, paper towels and toilet tissue again. Never understood. <laughs> I never understood that. What was the mad rush to hoard all of that when you still had soap and body wash uh, in abundance on the shelf? So you guys weren't. Wa- oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, this is a problem. Uh, just think about it. If 30% of the goods is moved uh, throughout this country by freight railway, and it suddenly halts and stop, just like it did with those ships coming from overseas, sitting in a lot of harbors, uh, and, and some were sitting even dockside in ports, but didn't have anybody to unload it off. Mm. This is a problem. This It, it just is. Um, many may say, well, maybe it's not. Yeah, it is. It's a huge problem. Just something I want to talk to you guys about this morning. I'm getting ready to get out of here. I know this is short. I know this is short. I know this is short. Get ready to get out of here. I got to go, like always, to work. Got to put my best foot forward. Um, Certainly something to think about as it relates to our day-to-day lives and how we live. We may not be uh, railway workers or conductors or engineers, but we certainly rely on them to do their job. And if they can't do their job or they refuse to do their job because of their working conditions, wow, just hold on to hold on, all I can tell you. Uh, I guess this is round two, maybe, quite possibly. Uh, it, it just is. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And, and then going back to that story about that uh, this young rapper and, and, and his murder, um, stop posting. Everything online, folks. Everyone doesn't take delight in your successes and blessings. They're lurking. They're watching. They're plotting. So stop. Can't chase. They they can't uh, come find you if they don't know where you're at. They, They just can't. They just can't. Just can't. Well, That's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice, so offer feedback. 
You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are listening, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.